0: Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Red Dead Redemption, search engines, and gerrymandering. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it.
1: All
0: right, we're back, man. Here it is. This is it. The moment you've all been waiting for. Ryan, the moment you've been waiting for. The end of Donald Trump's first term. The sun is setting. Well, we don't know. We don't know what's gonna Maybe
1: happen. Maybe it'll rise again, but it is setting at the moment. And the first time It's not term really the sun. I ending. wouldn't consider
0: it's not the sun setting. It's more like. I don't know it's like the volcano has stopped or it's like the eruption has stopped and we think the lava is maybe going to congeal into rock and there won't be another volcano but there could be another volcano and this one's going to uh is going to be a, a a Pompeii situation.
1: I'm hoping that we don't have a Pompeii situation but
0: yeah same I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping with I'm hoping with my dollars, I'm hoping with my votes, I'm hoping with my prayers to all, any, and all of the gods. Uh, you know, but this is it. It's October today, October 29th, and in a few days we're going to have uh, we're going to have election day, which is a day where people traditionally go and vote. But what's actually happened is a lot of people have already voted, uh, and a lot more people are going to vote. Some are mail in ballots some are early voting um there are and now we're at a point where as everything looks like it's very much leaning towards a a democratic victory a joe biden kamala harris victory for the presidential uh uh for the presidential uh, election uh trump has begun a campaign there's a huge campaign that's going on now that's coordinated across many many states Uh, Coordinated with his now fully conservative Supreme Court, uh, or at least conservatively weighted Supreme Court, um, to prevent states from counting ballots, from counting ballots after election night. This is his new, this is the new focus of the end of this fucking, just absolutely horrific and hellacious uh, presidency that we've experienced over the last four years. He wants to – he's now tweeting about it. He's talking about it. He's suggesting there's court cases being brought where they want to have the election results on election night, which is not even possible, has never been done uh, in – as far as I know, in the history of this country, is impossible from a logistics standpoint, even if everybody voted on election day. Um, There will be a clear – I think – I like to think, I hope – that on election night, quote-unquote night, we will see uh, a winner emerge that 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 is aligned with the actual voter preference, meaning I hope that we'll see a winner emerge based on election day and counts coming in from Ballot County, which can only start on election day for a lot of places because of laws the Republicans have created, That we'll start to see an overwhelming support, I hope, for Joe Biden and for uh, Kamala Harris. (sighs) If, if If it looks that way, my guess is that Trump will want the voting counts to continue. I mean, I have trouble believing that if Trump's losing clearly on Election Day, that he'll go, let's stop the counting right now. You know? But that's the push as of right now. Who knows if it's, but if it's even no, possible? There's no precedent for anyone being like, "Let's stop the counting." That's, this no precedent. We're but, in
1: complete crazy town.
0: No, no, there's no precedent. But but uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, in a, in a in a recent Supreme Court ruling, uh, you know, made mention of this idea of of the election being, you know, the the results of the election being known on on the day of the election, which. Is like an insane.
1: That doesn't even uh, make any sense.
0: Like, there need, n- it's an insane citation to make because it's it's unheard of in this country. It's like it's not based in reality. There is no. Uh, the only thing that's happened that's changed for us in a lot of ways is that we've gone away from having very clearly the Republicans because of their gerrymandering and their and their voter intimidation and voter suppression and 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 all of these things they've done. Have, have created a situation where the vote now seems like so unbelievably impossibly closed in so many places that it is this kind of like, well, you need to count every vote because it's not a margin of like 10%. He won by 10%. It's a margin of like a few thousand votes here and there. And, and so, you know, you, you, you look at the last election, you say, well, Trump only won by 70,000 votes. 70,000, the 70,000 votes that were counted for Trump in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin and uh, what Michigan mm-hmm. those are the ones that gave him the election That's it if it were 75,000 in the other direction or 70,000 in the other direction Trump wouldn't be president so now their focus comes to Pennsylvania where he's losing but has to win Florida uh, Ohio uh, Michigan, Wisconsin this is a handful of states right if Trump doesn't win them, like he can't win right so you know there's going to it's going to this is going to get ugly before it gets better i mean the question is is this country can this country actually take on direct out loud a, a direct and out loud and in public attempt to uh steal the vote from from voters to steal the election from from potentially the candidate that that voters have selected to prevent legally uh, acceptable votes from being counted. I mean, I I don't know that a country, I don't know that we're not in like an actual on the street civil war at some point, pretty closely following that if Trump just somehow can decide that people's votes won't be counted. I mean, that's some Russian shit. So I don't know. I don't know where we go. You know, the only people who seem ready to like gear up and start shooting are the right wing militias. So I'm not sure how we handle a situation where the where the supporter of the right wing militia steals the i'm election. no longer using the word militia by the way i'm using terrorists so there's no difference yeah so. ter- terrorists what i mean right wing terror whatever i mean they're yeah it's just hard to describe like militia to me has a very specific meaning which is like a group of um neck beards in the woods with a lot of guns totally totally um, i just
1: think that that's <laughs> that what that's what they want to be called and i'm not i don't negotiate with terrorists yeah i
0: don't know i mean yeah i mean i they're definitely terrorists there's no question <laughs> Um, I mean, they're like terrorists. Most of them are like terrorists, like in waiting. They they haven't done terrorism yet. They're
1: terrorist but curious. They
0: have, they're like, yeah, no, well, they're more than curious. They're like, they're ready to do terrorism. No, that's uh, like by just, curious. <laughs>
1: like they just like haven't. They, yeah, they're ready to do it. They're on. They're they're prepped. They're excited about yeah. it. It's just yeah. they haven't like taken the plunge. They Haven't had the chance. Yeah. They <laughs> haven't had the chance yet. Yeah. No,
0: I get it. That makes sense. Anyhow, man. So it's like. It's dark days. It's dark days. I want to be in a fucking... We should be... Right now, people who are uh, on the left should be cautiously optimistic that we can get this fucking pig out of office and start cleaning up the disgusting mess that he's made all over our country. Um, That's how I want to feel. But how I actually feel is I'm just scared, just so scared that we have lost... That democracy is over in this country, and that we are we're going to see the full execution of that uh, uh, in the next you know week or two. That that we're going to see the real like the, the true loss of democracy is that uh, you know Trump can be a horrible president and he can act like a dictator and he can sign executive orders, but to, but the, the test for democracy is whether or not if a majority of people want him to stop, that they have a mechanism. By which they can get him to stop, which is the the, the vote, right? Mm-hmm. The only way for the only real way, the only technical way for the population of this country to say we don't want it to be like this is to is to speak with their vote. I mean, obviously we can protest. Obviously we can we can we can uh, uh, go onto the streets and go onto the onto social media and to, and talk about it. But like when it comes to the technical implementation of how we voice our um, how we voice our opinion about politics, this is it. It's just the vote. If the vote can be overruled by the president, then that's a dictatorship and democracy is over in America. And that's not hyperbole. That's just fact. If if the v- president can overrule the will of the people in a vote, in their vote, then democracy in this country has ended and we are in a dictatorship. And that is fucking insane to talk about, but it's like, I think in a week we'll know if that's actually happening or not. You know, in a week we'll know, are we living in a dictatorship? And this is not, again, I'm saying this like, I know people are like, oh, the libs have been driven crazy. Like this isn't, if you're a fucking Republican. This should really fucking worry you. If you're a Republican, it should really fucking worry you. The vote is central to democracy in this country. It's central to what America is. If you are, if your vote is taken away from you, you're not living in America. You're living in Trump's country. Trump's dictatorship, a Donald fucking Trump, a Benzo and Adderall addicted shit for brains, racist shit for brains who doesn't give a shit about a single person in this country except for himself. But there
1: are so many people who would rather live in a country started by a reality star with, like, nukes pointed at people of color. They would rather live in that country than a country where, like, Stephen Colbert gets to be smug.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but whatever. There are more, I believe in my heart, there are more people who want the good thing than the bad thing in this country. And the only way you see the only way the Republicans can in a situation like this, where they have put themselves, they have put who they really are on full display. I believe the only way when, when people see who the Pro- Republican party really is, which is, which is the party of Trump and the party of backroom deals and the party of, of doter, voter disenfranchisement and voter suppression uh, and, 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 and ignoring the electorate's will and wishes When they put themselves on display like that, I really believe that there's a majority of people in this country who will reject that. I do. The problem is then you see the only way they can truly win, the only way, and I'll say this, I actually believe this, I think, at this point, the only way Donald Trump can win this election now is if he steals it. The only way that they can win the general election is if they go through a very complex and malicious steps to suppress or deny the will of the voting public. Unless every fucking poll and every early voting uh, uh, number and every requested mail-in ballot number is wrong. I mean, I really believe, I think the only way Donald Trump can win is to steal it. And they know that at this point. They've put themselves on full display. They've shown what they really are and they are being i think they are being rejected by the american public if 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 i'm wrong and the american public wants four more years of what donald trump has to offer then this is not a country that i want to live in it's not it just isn't this is a bad place with a majority of bad people because what trump's doing is bad the people around him are bad they're not good they don't have the population's best interest in mind they don't believe in the ideals that built america they do not want america to continue as it has continued uh, uh in the manner that it's continued so like yeah i don't know i mean at this point i really believe that the desire to get donald trump out of office is far greater uh than the desire to keep him there in this country and, and that's not a that's not a plus or minus for joe biden in any way to be honest with you i just think that i just think that it's reality and so we'll see i don't think they can win without cheating and i think they kind of know that which is why they're gearing up for cheating which is why that's what they're talking about right now with less than a week to go in the election. I don't know. I, maybe I'm crazy. Does that sound crazy?
1: I think um I for me, I I guess I'm I'm trying to focus on my the anxieties that I can sort of control for this week because I don't <laughs> I I don't have After the last, after 2016, I know it sounds, everyone fucking says it. I'm just, I, I, everyone says it and it's so tried at this point, but I'm very traumatized and I don't like making predictions and I don't want to be, um, I don't want the rug pulled out from under me again. So I'm just trying to focus on the fact that in order to early vote every day that we have tried to do it starting last Saturday, um we've tried to do it, it it's we, we've been in line and we've tried a couple times to stand there for an hour and we're just like all right well we're gonna have to find a day when we can block off five hours right. to stand in line like we don't ha- we literally don't have it in the day there's just well, errands that have to be done you, you, you're, there's you're things saying that have early voting yeah yeah there's things that have to be done and so right. like i'm like i i'm gonna try i think tomorrow morning we're gonna get up at four or five o'clock and stand outside this high school on 102nd street um And hope, but those are the little things that I'm trying to control for. That or, like, when I see people in my personal life um, promoting or talking about the Lincoln Project, like, I'm trying to do my part to be like, hey, those are just Republicans and they're using your money to, like, squirrel away to their anonymous lobbying firms and stuff. Like, that's not a good cause just because they make like a a sassy (laughs) meme or whatever using Wendy Williams like please don't give them your money. There are progressives and progressive causes and like or even just Joe Biden. Like just give your money to Joe Biden at this point. So like those little things that I can like handle. I'm not going conv- to At this point, there's no way that I, personally, Ryan Hoolan, am going to convince anyone not to vote for Donald Trump. They don't want to hear it from me. So, what I can do and what I can worry about, I'm trying to keep a handle on because otherwise, like this, it, this is the most anxious I've been about something that wasn't like directly I mean this does directly affect me but you know what I mean like doesn't that yeah, isn't about like, is not
0: like oh I have a weird you know rash I need to yes go to the doctor or like or I'm yeah. coming out of the
1: <laughs> closet or my grandmother died or do you know what I mean like right, those are right. the things no. this is the level of anxiety that I'm at and it and and I have no control over any of it and so no ultimately, I, know. I, I have know. to just like I'm just trying to like let it go and be like You know, I'm going to do my part. I've done my part. We have to see where it all falls out. And then we have to make some decisions when it's over. But I can't get caught in the, like, because I wouldn't leave bed. You know what I mean? Like, I would just, how do you get out of bed in the morning if you're staring down a literal gun barrel? Like, I, you know? So, I I don't know. I'm also just sort of prepping for the after, too. Like, I'm starting to think, like, even if he loses, what is the immediate stuff that could, like, go down, you know?
0: Trump TV, Trump TV, an immediate announcement of Trump TV. No, here's the thing. I will say uh, on the early voting thing, by the way, because we tried to early vote uh, around here, which is, you know, I live outside of the city. So I thought, well, this will be more chill. And both places we went that are nearby were like um, huge lines, like hours wait. Right? We bought folding and chairs
1: that have umbrellas on them because that's how yeah. we're gonna have to wait.
0: <laughs> but 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 here's but here's one thing that's that's interesting to think about that Laura pointed out to me, and I was like, oh well, that makes me feel a little bit better because you're like, what the fuck is with these lines? You're like, but where we're at right now is that for very large populations, I think they expected early voting would be there'd be more, of course, because of the the uh, coronavirus, but not like it would be. You need the level of voting you'd need for like a typical election day. So for typical, a typical election day where we live, and and I think this is true of a lot of places, you have like chunks of like blocks that are like, you're in these blocks, like you can go vote at these polling places. Like where we live, there's like a place that we vote every year, uh, you know, every election that like, there's like, you know, it's like a thousand or so people vote there. Overall, like you can't vote there if you're not from like that certain area that handles it. And so as a result, there's like 11 different polling places in our like general neighborhood, not a neighborhood, but more than that. But like our town, you know, Mm -hmm. so 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 when you think about it that way, it kind of makes you feel a little bit better because you're like, oh, wow. Yes, of course, lines are long now because these these are single places trying to handle many, many larger groups of people who are voting from many different areas and there's, there's not that many, there aren't as many individual sort of defined places to vote. There's a lot, the early voting places, you can go to any one of them and cast your vote, you know? And so, um, it's not like you can only go to the one in this area. And so that, so I'm less worried about, I mean, I was very concerned. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why are there these huge lines? But there's huge lines. I think to be, obviously there's a lot of energy. People want to go vote. They think it's really important. And we're obviously dealing in a situation, dealing with a situation where like, On election day, there should be, and I'm sure we're still going to see reports all over the country, and even in places like New York, there will be, uh, there's going to be places where there's huge lines, but there should be hopefully more places where you can go in and get your vote done in a timely fashion because there just simply will be more polling places. But like it is, of course, you know, all of that stuff just contributes to the anxiety, the mail-in ballot stuff. I'm like, you know, uh, I want this to work. And it looks like a lot of people have requested ballots. If you look at the numbers, like a lot of Democrats, way more Democrats than Republicans have requested ballots. More Republicans than Democrats, uh, sorry, more Democrats than Republicans have returned their ballots. You know, um, and like so, that's really interesting. You know, you go, well, that's really, you know, the Republicans will say, well, the re-, you know Republicans don't trust, the Republicans don't trust uh, the mail-in voting or whatever, which is, I think, a lie, just a made-up fucking lie. Um, you know, I, I think Republicans have been doing mail-in voting just as much as Democrats have historically in places where you can do it. So, you know, it's interesting, you know, but like everything is a little bit of a sorry, I'm just rambling now. Everything is a little bit of a of a just an additional brick in the wall of total anxiety and frustration that I'm feeling right now. And uh I wanted to end. You know, somebody wrote an article. Uh, In the New York Times, I think it's Michelle Goldberg, who I think historically writes horrible things. Um, I can't remember. But uh, she wrote this thing, four wasted years thinking about Donald Trump. And I I actually think more than almost anything I've read about Donald Trump, this really – I don't think all of our time has been wasted because I think Donald Trump has exposed some things in America that are really bad that we need to deal with head on. So I think there's actually been a lot of moments in his presidency thus far. That have given us uh, a good reason to start to think and talk about things that we haven't been thinking and talking about. But I think there's been a lot of time of brain power of anxiety of, you know, not I, I felt bad for four fucking years straight. We have basically spent about this shit. eight
1: months indoors when that was not that didn't have to happen. It just didn't have, it didn't to, have happen. to happen
0: it didn't it didn't and you know something just about that people talk about it like this he talks about it like it's this inevitability but it's like i don't know why nobody says this. like in new york we had a massive outbreak of covid-19 we had people dying by the thousands people were stored in we, cold trucks
1: because there was nowhere to put their bodies they were in cold bodies. trucks
0: it stored three high in cold trucks bodies were being stacked i'm serious we had an absolute crisis here it was insane people I think people have forgotten if you didn't live in New York you 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 probably don't even think of it if you lived in New York it's like you want to kind of erase the memory because it was so traumatic but we got it under the fucking under fucking control Okay? People were dying. People were getting sick. People, it was spreading out of control. And then we got it under control. We made mandates about wearing masks everywhere. We made mandates about schools. We made mandates about where you could and couldn't go and how many people you could go there with. We made mandates about people who could come in and out of, this, uh, out of New York. And, and now we have one of the lowest, if not the lowest, transmission rates in the country. And, and I have news for everybody else out there. People in New York are doing most of the things that they normally do at this point. They can go out and eat. They can fucking go to a museum. They can walk around the streets. Like We're not living in a, the ghost town that Donald Trump describes. We're actually living in a functional city and state post a coronavirus outbreak that has been brought under control by good leadership. And if the rest of the country understood that and understood how lost they are without that leadership... And by the way, I'm not trying to, like, you know, high-five Cuomo. He's done a lot of stuff right. He's done a lot of stuff wrong, too. But the point is that he listened to scientists... We follow those uh, instructions. The point is the that the bar is York. on
1: the floor. The things that we yeah. had to get done like, were the not science. difficult. There were a few checkboxes like, that would have been very painful for two weeks, and then it would have been yeah. over. And Cuomo right. is not my ideal leader at all. But a leader, even one who I think is incompetent, is better than complete lawless chaos from a cartoon character. A leader. Yeah, let me be clear. I would rather George W. Like literally, and I fucking hate George W. Bush I would shit in his mouth I would rather he be the president if he was going (laughs) to obey some basic stuff than a complete cartoon character saying oh it's just it'll disappear it's gone it's over we've conquered it like I had it and I'm fine like that is so it's like it's so ridiculous that this is where we are because it's the the answers were so easy and in front of us and New York was able to get it under control because like we did the bare minimum. Like I everyone acts yeah. like like and even Cuomo wrote a book where he's like, How I did COVID. It's like you told people to wear masks and you shut down schools. That wasn't yeah. like rocket science. I don't need to read a book right. about and, it. And, it's but, been but, an easy thing the, to do. But,
0: but the point is, but the point is, in in April we were having a thousand deaths a day. Okay? For real. A thousand people a day were dying. And now the deaths are single maybe low double digits. People are still dying from this. Okay. Absolutely. But the, but it's, it's like a a, a rounding error percentage compared to where we were. And in terms of now it is ticking up a little bit because you've got these like Trump people in Brooklyn who are like, we don't want to wear masks. I mean, you've got, there's a whole community of people who support Trump and don't want to wear masks and want to have big gatherings. That's driven up the, that's driven up the numbers for everybody because it, what it does require and what, what Trump doesn't get, and what other people in this country, or at least other leaders in this country, don't seem to get, is that, like, you know, it's funny. We talk about there's all this hatred for socialism in America. They talk about socialism. What it, what you can actually get this thing under control and get it basically beat here, but it requires a type of socialist endeavor. A socialistic endeavor that we, for some reason, leadership in this country, Republican leadership, obviously more than far more than any Democrat leadership, refuses to accept. Which is everybody is a part of this. No one is on their own. No I can't one is believe that that's free socialist. From it.
1: That, that 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 but that that is political. Well, but that's and a, that but gets it is, called but it socialism is crazy because that was literally e pluribus unum like it, we're yes, supposed yes. to be there for each other we're, and deal with these exactly things.
0: exactly and, that's and, and, and just they've, politicized, they've politicized this thing they've politicized this idea about freedom and personal freedom and all this bullshit and it's like no like you don't have freedom to kill the people around you that's <laughs> not personal freedom that's the that's the absence of of personal responsibility is what it is. It's the absence of responsibility for your community. It's the absence of what makes America, America, which is a group of people coming together to decide on making a better nation based on better ideals about how nations should be run. And, the you know, I, 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 I love America. I was thinking, I mean, and I, frankly, I was looking at countries that I would think about moving to if Donald Trump and I'm pretty serious about this. I know people said this around, you know, during Bush, but like, I don't want to raise my daughter in this country if Donald Trump continues to be president. The things that he thinks and says about women, the way that women are treated in this country under Republican rule, I do not want to raise a little girl in this country uh, in that if it continues. And, and and I think it says something about a dark thing about this country and about who the people are that are in control of it. So I really, really, you know, when I when I say like I've been looking at houses in other countries and looking at how you move to other countries. I really do mean it. Um, But it's depressing, you know, because I love America. And I was like, you know, Canada's kind of like, it's like America, but like, you know, it's a little different. It's like, you know, it actually is a bummer to think about not being an American, to think about not living in America. Because I love this country and I love the people in it. And I love how fucking weird and diverse it is. I love the fact that there's a, you go to fucking Texas, there's a bunch of people in cowboy hats. And you go to fucking California, there's a bunch of people, you know, uh, I don't know, with tie-dye on. Whatever the fucking cliche about surfing. California is. They smell like huge surfing. They smell like patchouli. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's Southern California. Uh, I was thinking more Northern California. Patchouli and tie-dye, man. No, but, you know, it's fucking like it's a great country. America rules, except. It's been driven apart by this dumb shit that isn't even real. With well, that, like that's I don't think I don't even think is
1: that it's not even like we have an education crisis, we have a moral crisis, we have a lot of things that have led us to here. But that is still less than forty percent of this country is in this yeah, death and, 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 also, and we all and have 40, to be, and, By be the in, way,
0: in it with that. and those forty, and those forty percent less than. Are just, but less than whatever, they're still just following like leadership, which is what people do. They're like, okay, like, give me some, tell me some. And like, yes, there's family stuff and yes, there's history and all this shit, but like, Donald Trump didn't have to be as bad as he is. Like, Donald Trump could have, listen, Donald Trump was talking about shit that Republicans four years earlier would have hated to hear. And they were like, hell yeah, he's like, LGBTQ, we're all in on those guys. It's like, they didn't want to hear that four years ago when Mitt Romney was running. You know, Mitt Romney like can't even be in the same room with a gay person. And it's like, So, like, they don't actually care that much as long as their leadership represents them in some way, right? Like, if Donald Trump had been like, we're going to expand Obamacare, people, the Republicans, the only Republicans who would have balked at that are the the leadership who get fucking paid by insurance companies. It's without the people. You know, the people who got uh, Obamacare... Don't want it taken away now. Republicans and Democrats alike, people who didn't have insurance and now can go to the doctor, aren't like, yeah, I don't want that. Only the dumbest of the dumb. Most of them are like, I don't want that taken away. You know, there's a reason why why, why this fucking, uh, you know, this potential Supreme Court fight, why it's such a, a topic amongst people. Because the Republicans know. They don't want to tell their constituents. They want to lie to them. They know that if they tell them that they're going to take away their coverage, that they will get fucking crushed. So they just lie about it. The point is, Donald Trump could have had a massive win on his hands. He could have been the guy who actually beat back coronavirus in this country. He could have been the guy who was like, we're going to follow the science. We're going to get our masks on. We're going to mandate this shit about how we do schools, how we do reopenings. We're going to come up with a big plan. He could have said to every fucking governor, Republican or Democrat alike, we got to follow the science. Got to listen to these guys. And we could have had a huge, he could have been like the king of killing coronavirus in America. He chose instead in his peanut fucking brain to make mask wearing and following regulations and lockdowns a political issue, you know? And it's, a, it's insane to me. It did not, it did, there's no, there's a, the only thing it served is to to, to, to divide the country. To divide his followers from people who aren't his followers, and and to just create a mechanism by which he can talk about what one side does and the other side doesn't, it prolonged this virus. It prolonged the amount. It it, it increased the amount of deaths. It made it made it sure that we would have second and third waves of it. And now it's like they just were like, whatever, who cares? Now they're talking about herd immunity. It's like it's such a failure of leadership.
1: Don't you think what happened is that Trump? Is used to living in his own and, um, you know, they, their personality types are different in some ways but similar in others. Reality distortion field, Steve Jobs style, he's used to living in this, like, denial, projection, con artist thing. And so his first instinct is going to be that. But on top of that, people told him, you can't say anything to the American people about how bad this is going to be because we'll have a panic. So it's better for the economy and it's better for planning, like our response if people don't take this that seriously just yet because we don't want people panicking and running around like the chickens with their head cut off so he heard that internalized it. It it, it 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 also feeds into his like basest instincts and then just went full denial and then anything that was like like masks are visual thing that there's a pandemic happening and he was like can't have that because people will get spooked so now i'm anti-mask and it just i feel like all the the Dominoes fell in that way, and he ended up backed in a corner. Based on his choices, yes, but also because he functionally is not able to lead the world's largest superpower. Like someone whose initial response to things is denial, obfuscation. Like you're you that you can't lead one of the largest countries in the world because like people are not going to be like you're not going to get three hundred million people to not know anything about science in a country with free speech. Like, it's going to come out. Like, there's going to be chaos and fighting. He's functionally unable to do the job as a leader because his instincts and ideas are bad. And all it took was one instance where there was something hanging in the balance for everything to go to shit. And I don't understand what people don't see about that. People are like, oh, it could have happened to anybody. It's like, yes, this could have happened to anybody. Obama had to deal with H1N1. Obama had to deal with the economy collapsing. But the way that we understand who a leader is, is when they are faced with issues like that and their instincts lead to whatever result. You look at what Bush did with 9-11 or Katrina, And you know who he is and what he is able to or not able to do. The same thing is is true with Obama and Trump. And if you don't see a pattern where Republican ideas are not able to govern a country of this size, of this, Mm. who faces such large issues. And so I don't understand how people can look at Reagan and what happened with AIDS or what happened with the Iran Contras and then look at 9-11 and Katrina and then look at... um, fucking, uh, what happened in Puerto Rico and COVID and not be like, okay, this party's ideas aren't good at scale. And so we just can't have them anymore. Like, I don't, we don't, I'm not a big Joe Biden fan, but those, his ideas, the ideas of that party and of his like centrist, moderate wing of the left those ideas were have worked at scale better than anything else. like we're not in a disaster when that you know what I mean like the Clinton years were not a giant rolling disaster they were pretty good and I just don't understand how people look at that and they're like but I don't want that to be true like like they want Reagan they just want they want the idea of like greed is good your basis instincts are good and you're like you're in fact like a, a patriotic great religious figure if you're selfish and self-involved and like i i don't i don't know i guess i'm rambling but i i'm wondering like definitely totally rambling but i think like i guess all of what i'm trying to say is that at the end of the trump administration when we take stock of what this was and what these four years were like I don't want us to just jump into Biden fixing it and be like, never again. Like we need to actually, as a country, sit down and do some reflection that we didn't do after Reagan and we didn't do after Bush. We need to sit down and really reflect on what got us where we were and what happened with COVID and and what instincts and ideas and philosophies and um. I guess even just, like, uh, what's the word? Uh, principles. Uh, what principles we prioritize? <laughs> what's that word? <laughs> yeah. But, like, the things that we prioritize, w- what What we don't want to do anymore, or, like, what didn't work. And I think, like, I'm saying this to even the conservative Republican part of this country. Like, I'm, I am not a Lincoln Project person, but I am begging you to reflect on what you have done and what you want to do. Because, like, I need you to look at the cause and effect. Like, I, I don't like I, that's the thing that drives me out with, with talking to my parents or other family members who I disagree with politically is it's like, but just look at what's hap- like, look at the results of the ideas, whether or not you can understand how they're working or why they, they're appealing or not appealing. Like, can you just look at the results and can we just have a basic mindset of like, if you get burned, let's not play with fire again?
0: Look, I mean, I think, God, if Trump leaves office, if there is not another four years of this monster we have to like we got to like tackle like america as a whole like we got to be like what is this country going to be now how are we going to do this cuz it cannot be like i mean i don't know why people care so much about what how other people like like i don't care at all how other what other people do for the most part like i don't care if they're gay or straight i don't care if they're black or white like i just don't care like it's not even like I am not even thinking about it because it's just like not important to me. I don't know why a lot of this stuff is so important to other people. We need to address that. Obviously, we need to address systemic racism. I was gonna say we need to address, like, 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 people
1: it's so you know, important to them that other people are black. It's like people No, 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 I know. Stop it's like, thinking about it. They're like, there are black people. Like, I need I know, you to calm like, down and like we, we need do to, some cognitive yeah, behavioral therapy or something. We,
0: we need to get like, yeah, we need to get to a place where it's like we can like work out whatever this feeling is in you that you need to give a fuck, you know, but also institutionally, we need to work out like why we keep allowing, you know, I mean, obviously police violence is, is a big one. I just want to say the police kill all kinds of people, by the way, not just black people. They do disproportionately kill black people. And that's a systemic racism at play. But the police are also out of fucking control, just full stop. Full fucking stop. There, there are tons of them that are in fucking league with these like right wing fucking hate groups. They are they condone violence from 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 uh, certain groups while while demonizing violence from others. They they kill people on a regular basis for no reason, and they obviously disproportionately target and execute black people in America. That's seriously fucking bad. Like we need to do something about it. But like policing as a whole is like built on. The legacy of slavery. It's built on like it's literally built on racism in many ways, you know? The first so, like, police are slave to, catchers. That needs to be addressed, right? That needs to be addressed. Like, like, but but also, I mean, one thing that I am, you know, I'm not that excited about Joe Biden, except to say this, that I am excited to for there to be a president in this country. And I think to honestly, to his detriment, this is true, but I do think it is something that the country needs right now to his detriment, I think Joe Biden believes that like everybody from both sides can like get in the tent, you know, and like everybody's, you know, it's like, he's like, wants to reach across the aisle to the Republicans. I, the only thing I'd want to reach across the aisle to do is to kill the Republicans, you know, like to throttle them in their fucking wooden seats that they sit at in the Senate or whatever. But like Joe Biden's like, we got to work together. And it's like, listen, I actually hate the idea. But at this moment, I do think we need the one thing that I have a little bit of hope about is that Joe Biden will, I think, legitimately try to try to like, hopefully he's got help that from people who aren't just Joe Biden, try to figure out like how we can actually run a country where there are differing opinions that where it doesn't rise to like people running people over in the streets with cars. You know, like like there, like we should have like, is there a good Republican? Like I wanna know because here's the thing. Like there's a lot of stuff that Republicans may be interested in that they want. That I disagree with, but they aren't actually things that I get that mad about, you know, like you want to have a big debate about how we tax people like I, I think that's a that's you may have different opinions. You may have different schools of economic thought like have that fucking debate, you know, but don't have the debate about whether like trans people are humans like that's not a fucking debate that I think is very important to have in this country. If you think they aren't it's like there's one opinion that's right and there's one opinion that isn't period. Like, trans people can't serve in the military. Why? Mm, I don't know. I just don't like it. Well, you don't get to have that fucking opinion. You know? They said the same shit about women. It's like, give me a fucking break. It's like, it's like you know, uh, 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 abortion. I understand. There are definitely arguments, right? There are people who believe that abortion is murder. They're wrong. They believe it. There are pe- people who believe that it's a, it's necessary. They're right. The reality is, like, we have a law in the fucking books. We need to, like... They need people need to get in like they need to get in line. You know, we can't go back to the days where where abortion doctors are being killed at the fucking clinics. Like that's where we're headed. We're like retrograde right now.
1: I think though, what we need to do to do that is I'm not for like reaching across the aisle or fucking being like, Republicans, come on into the party with your own agendas. I think what we need to do, or what I've found at least minimal, at least halfway success at doing, is finding things that we can agree on. On And not in the idea of, like, well, we both agree that we want water. Like, I, I, I think that we need to say, like, obviously information is a problem because the conservatives call things fake news and the progressives say that conservatives believe in nonsense conspiracy theories and... I think that whether whoever's right, which we all know who's right there, but I think we can all agree that information in the age of the internet is dicey and confusing. And so how can we tackle that together? What if we as a group invest more in education. I understand it's going to be frustrating because you don't want your taxes to go up. But what if we took a tiny, tiny, tiny slice of this one military budget and we made sure that teachers had the right resources so that people know how to do critical thinking. I feel like that is somewhere where we could build and solve a problem and both people will feel motivated and feel
0: like it's about them. Do you know what I mean? Dude, I, we don't we don't even have to we don't have to raise people's taxes. That's what I'm saying. We, just, we don't have to. We just need to raise we need to raise billionaires' taxes. We need to raise corporate taxes. Give me a fucking break. We are we are the. We, we just are, need to we cut military letting, spending. I mean, that's all that that's well, going I I know, to I know. i I know. I'll, I'll just say, like, you want to make sure the military gets more money? That's no problem. Actually, we need to raise taxes on other people, like not the middle class, not poor people, like fucking billionaires and multi-billion-dollar corporations. I mean, you've got corporations that pay no. Amazon paid no taxes in America. But last but year. But what I
1: mean is and I, I I think everyone who's listening agrees with that. But what I mean is that like
0: Tony agrees.
1: I think people who are on welfare don't want to be on welfare. People who hate people who are on welfare. No, they love it. Hate they the love idea. it.
0: They love just lay like to lounge around. You know how it is. But but if people just who just chill out people who hate the idea of
1: welfare or helping out the poor also don't want them on welfare. Totally. So we can all agree we don't want people on welfare. How do we get there? We're we're, dis- we're disagreeing about how we get there. You think we should just rip it away from people, they'll starve, or they'll work, and then it's over. I think that that's unrealistic because a lot of people have issues, and, and those issues sometimes are society-sized issues that keep them from succeeding. So we need to have a middle ground. What if we found a program, some kind of jobs program, where we made sure pr- things that we needed to get done were getting done, and we made sure those people were paid, and then nobody has to be on welfare? And you can get what you want, Republicans. Welfare's over. But we need some kind of way. Someone has to step in at some point and make sure that there are jobs to be had so that people don't have to go to welfare. That's the kind of like consensus building that I'm willing to do. And that has to start on like a local level. It has to start in conversations with people. We can't expect Joe Biden to just make this case and all of America to sign up. We're like not there anymore. That's not what's going to happen. So like I know I agree. I think we need to start at a local level and just start. Engaging with people in that capacity because at the moment it's like everything is labeled before we even start talking. And I'm certainly not someone who thinks that like kumbaya will all come together, but I do think that when we start the conversation saying left, the left likes education and the right doesn't, it's like, well, then we're never going to get anywhere on education. Like, I don't know what to tell you then because like then we're then then we're going to default to nothing or like to way less than we need. So, like, I Don't think that's productive, and I certainly don't think that the right wants to be labeled as anti-education. So, like, let's identify Uh a problem—
0: they don't want to be labeled as anti-education, but they don't really want to invest in education. In this sure. Country. I mean, just generally speaking. But I made. mean
1: their constituents. I mean, moms and dads in this country don't want to be like, I hate school. That's not what they're trying to say. What they end up doing is these backflips where they're like, I hate public schools, and what we need is a voucher system. Like, we need to cut through that and be like, let's prioritize education and what is the most efficient and cheapest way to get the best results. Let's find that together and then just do it. Like, we don't have to – this doesn't have to be – like, I just feel like everything comes down to being like, do you love Godzilla or do you hate Godzilla? It's like, th- there's no fucking Godzilla. Stop. Like, there's no... I
0: mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm indifferent on Godzilla, honestly. You know, take me now, Godzilla, is what I feel. Just fucking kill me, man. Well,
1: in just any event, um, let's yeah, we should. On. Do you want
0: to talk about some tech stuff? Let's talk about something else. Let's just talk about some other things that aren't Trump. God, I'm sorry, though. Listen, Tony, it's very possible that after this week... This could be this could return to like a technology and culture podcast not about Donald Trump. What if we had right. on <laughs> like an interview with like Johnny Ive or something? <laughs> Next week is Johnny Ive if we can get Trump out of office. That's my guarantee and promise to you. If I can't get actual Johnny Ive, I'll find a British person who <laughs> has a very similar accent who owns a black and t-shirt feed, <laughs> and I will feed them answers. I will feed them the answers. Uh yeah, anyhow. Uh all right, what do you want to talk about? What else? Um What else is there? So, did you see that
1: Cyberpunk 2077 is being deleted? Oh,
0: don't even get me started on Cyberpunk 2077. Folks, I watched a trailer in January of 2013 (laughs) for Cyberpunk 2077, okay? I was alone in the nude watching a trailer. I don't know. I don't think I was in the nude. I was probably not alone either. I was probably in an office, actually. In the The nude. The point is, in 2013... CD Projekt Red was like, "It's folks, it's coming." <laughs> cyberpunk 2077, the most awesome cyberpunk video game of all time. I was like, "I'm You make space so on your shelf yet?
1: You gotta make some space on I'm that like, shelf." And now
0: now listen, in their defense, in their defense they're like, "Coming when it's ready." I'm like, "Fair enough, games take time, you know? This could be a few years down the road." It could be Seven years from now. It could be seven years down the road. We all That's know how about Duke forever. We get it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, they might just cancel it. Okay? They might. You don't know. Cyberpunk 2077 was, like, delayed and then delayed and then delayed. And then it was like, okay, it's coming out November 19th. You're going to get your new console. Right at the beginning of November, when's the, when's the Xbox coming well, out? Well,
1: I mean, the first announced launch was way back, like, in the... No, start. no,
0: forget that. Okay, just let's just be clear, okay? They pushed it back a lot, but then they were like, boom, it's happening yes. this year, November You're 19th. It's are getting it with we new it. We fucking... We're, we've, we're, we're actually... People are dying at the CD Projekt Red factory, the game factory where they make the games because we're pushing them so hard to finish this game in time. I'm like, yes... Kill those developers, no. put their body into a meat no. grinder, and then turn that meat into food to serve to the other developers <laughs> so you can get Cyberpunk 2077 done in time. And then, but then they were like, <laughs> so then, so I'm like, okay, I get it. The new consoles are gonna come out uh, on like November, when the PlayStation is like November 12th. I think the Xbox is November 10th, I wanna say. Um. Cause they just gotta be, there's gotta be different. Um, and then, you're, you know, a couple of days later, you're going to fucking get cyberpunk and it's going to be like, oh, shit, this is what I signed up for. This is it. So now they're like, sorry, you know, we know we said for real this time, you know, we've been like soylent greening all of the dead developers. It's still not enough. We're pushing it back till December. But I got to tell you and listen, I get it. I understand games are hard to make. Big games like this are really, really hard to make. And and you can't I'm not like, well, I'm a game developer. Let me tell you how it should have gone. I don't fucking know. You know, they went through a lot of shit, okay? I'm just saying, like, I don't know how much longer I can wait, all right? I don't know how much longer I can take it. I mean, 2013, you know what? In 2013, I, first off, I didn't have a child, okay? I had no child. I, there was, nobody was, there was uh, fucking, uh, there was no, you didn't hear anything about Trump, you know? There was no Trump. Who was president? Twenty thirteen, Obama. Yes, Obama had just gotten reelected. You know, it was a good time. You know, the financial crisis was over. Uh, you know, girls was, to look was up. airing on HBO. Girls was on HBO. People were like, "This Lena Dunham's a genius. She'll definitely never say anything offensive about anybody." Um, and uh, you know, it was like a great time. Okay, twenty thirteen, like, yeah, having though, a great year. <laughs> it seemed like the whole world was ahead of us. No, I mean, I you know, it's like. It, you know, I have a grown ass child. I have a six year old. OK. In the time that it's taken, I have a human being who can fucking read and perform musicals and is you know doing some woodworking with me. And what has CD Projekt Red given us? Nothing. Why not just release a little 10-minute demo or something? Give us a little something, you know? Give us a little taste. They're like, here's 35 minutes of gameplay. It's like, cool. Can I get, like, one minute of the game? I wonder how
1: many times they've re-released The Witcher
0: 3 in the time it took them to announce and then
1: release Cyberpunk 2077.
0: I mean, there's Cyberpunk 2077, there's no way it can be good now. I mean, it's going to be... The greatest, even if it's the best game ever made, it's going to be the biggest disappointment we've ever experienced. There's no way it can possibly live up to how everybody's feeling. We read a story actually today or yesterday about how the developers are getting death threats over this game. Don't send, don't like, you got to be, don't think I wanted to
1: point out though, yeah, is that
0: the, the developers are getting death
1: threats, but it's because they're taking a long time with the game. But I guarantee you that those people have been crunching like you would not fucking believe i bet you they I are sleeping you. under their desks shitting themselves like these people oh are God. glued being to these being ground computers. up in a, in
0: a meat grinder turned into into soil. for other developers you
1: don't need to death threat them their company is already doing that <laughs> their company
0: is literally killing them okay you <laughs> just like they'll get they're gonna get their due but here's the thing no yeah don't do any death threats but um but yeah, I just think listen, I don't know. It's been a long time, man. I, I I don't know what to expect anymore. You know, I'm I'm nervous, I'm I'm worried, I'm scared. I'm elated. I'm you know, I'm feeling all the range of emotions. I don't know. Like I honestly I'll I'll tell you something. One thing that was going on for me with this election stuff was like I was like, well, the election is could be really bad. I was like, but you know what? Cyberpunk is going to come out like pretty shortly after the election and so like at least no matter how bad it is, I can spend my time focused on, like, playing a video game that's, you know, not part of actual reality. Now, what do I got to do? I'm going to start. I got to go back to Red Dead Redemption or something. You know? <laughs> Hades. Come on. You got to play Hades. I'm not playing Hades. I'm not playing top-down games. I'm not playing any top-down games.
1: I didn't think I would either. Now all I play is Hades. I'm not doing
0: it. I'll probably, put a, I, I'll do probably it.
1: have put 100 hours into Hades pretty soon
0: you're a very sick person. you need help. I love that at any rate, at any rate and at every rate. So yeah, cyberpunk 2077, huge disappointment, huge delay. Uh, Everyone's mad. Um, and you know, uh, we don't know what's going to happen now, just like the election. Anything could happen. Uh, anything is possible. And, uh, you know, it's very troubling and trying. And, uh, that's how I feel. Well,
1: speaking of anything is possible. Um, and, uh, uh, Walking on water and and it raining cats and dogs and the sky being Ooh. green.
0: Um, okay, these are all just These are all just uh, cliches.
1: We're living in well, we're living in an alternate reality where all of that is true because Apple is developing a search engine to compete with Google. <laughs> mm. Right on the heels of Google's uh, antitrust legislation. Right on the heels of Google having to go to before. Um, a, a, a congressional hearing to discuss Section 230. Google's horrible year continues with like their personal nightmare, which I, I truly believe Facebook brought to them. I think the only reason people are mad at Google is because they're mad at Facebook and Google's easier to punch.
0: Um, I agree. And I think... Well, conservatives actually like Facebook. That's exactly. True. That's the problem.
1: Um, but I think... Uh, this is the weirdest thing yet, is Apple is developing its own search engine. It's very strange to me, not because I don't think that, like, obviously a tech company wants to compete with another tech company, we've got Bing, but Apple is the least information and internet savvy tech company that has ever existed at that scale ever and i'm talking about like yeah i'm talking about like the xerox days apple does not understand the internet it does not understand data and so it's so much that they've started marketing their their complete inability to process your data as a privacy feature that they want to be the people leading searches very confusing
0: like baby get siri in order go collect her before you start building a search engine I agree, honestly. I'm um I'm sort of like confused in a way, like first off, why doesn't Apple just buy Just buy Duck, 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 Duck. Duck Go. yes. Why don't they just buy Duck, Duck Go, and then They could be all privacy
1: um, obsessed. They can say, look, we purchased this one and we're gonna keep it a nonprofit part of the company and it is a privacy obsessed alternative and stick
0: it to Google. It's a win-win for everybody but Google. Right. I just think um it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me for them to try to home grow it because they they're really bad at this stuff. I mean, they're really bad at the internet. Um, they have consistently failed at making pretty like good internet products. I mean, even their iCloud thing, their iCloud interface is like a nightmare to use on a computer. Like I, when I have to go to iCloud.com, which by the way, if you have stuff on Apple news, which we do, and you want to look at your traffic, you you have to go to their, you have to go to their bad whack analytics dashboard, which absolutely sucks ass. and It's horrible. Um, and it's just like loads slowly. And it's like, it's just really, really bad. I mean, I can't, I mean, Apple makes a lot of great stuff. But they also make some things that suck. We literally like published products... our
1: iPhone 12 review and said it
0: is a near perfect phone. But we are still yeah. living basically in like mobile me ping reality with Apple. It's really – it's bad stuff. Their internet stuff is just not great. And um, I mean, who is so... out
1: here using pages in the cloud? I mean, I just want to be 100%. Like Google Docs is a standard across industries and – and Apple's making – like, I just don't see Apple making a search engine that is good for anything but surfacing, like, the latest Trump news and your search panel. or You know what I mean? Like, I, I could see them being like, push notification, McDonald's is releasing a vegetarian burger. Like, that's the kind of thing I mean, that they well, – the information that they know how to collate. I can't imagine typing in, like – um, you know how to fix this specific kind of drain pipe, and Apple being able to return a result that isn't Siri being like, "I googled it."
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's really difficult to imagine. I mean, I actually like the idea of of a of a search engine that's good that competes with Google. I love the idea of competition in the search space because I actually think Google is really has gotten really bad for search. Like, there's a lot of stuff that like Google does with search that i find to be aggravating and um so if somebody could like get it better that'd be fucking amazing
1: and it's crazy because duckduckgo has a better feature set of privacy stuff but also bing has some specific parts of it that are way more efficient than google but their overall product is so bad that it doesn't matter so
0: there is a world in which someone could pull the pieces together yeah i mean i don't know like it's hard to i don't know what I don't know what good or bad search would look like on these other services. Let me just do a quick, just search for myself over here on DuckDuckGo. Let me see what I got. Hmm. Hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's see here. What is uh, here's my um, People AI. Let's see what my net worth is. Eighty. Joshua Topolsky net worth eighty seven millions of dollars. <laughs> net worth score eighty seven percent. I don't know what that means. That's true. I'm worth eighty seven million dollars. How do they know? It's incredible. <laughs> Do they have my height? Let's see if they got my height here. According to this, I'm 5'7. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. Five seven. Josh, for
1: the listener who may not know, Tony, uh, is a very tall man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm worth eight I'm worth $87 million and I'm five seven. Yeah, that's the Josh okay. I know. And I won't Thanks. And I won't, duck, duck, I, I won't
1: have people slandering him or changing that. Um, Thank you. After, <laughs> uh, hey, after this call, can I borrow some of
0: that eighty-seven? Is, I should, dollars? I should articulate. I should articulate that that is not what um, DuckDuckGo itself is saying. They just brought up a result <laughs> uh, that was like a website that is like some kind of bot run. I can tell you, I'm looking at Google's results from me. They're much better. <laughs> I hate to say it, they're much better. Like, yeah, uh, I don't think anyone just,
1: thinks that DuckDuckGo is a better search engine. It just has better features and it's better, it's more consumer friendly. But I will say there are some areas in which. Oh, yeah, Bing- I got
0: save search. I got save search on. Let me see what happens. I can get my OnlyFans page on here if I turn save search <laughs> off on, on DuckDuckGo. Real Go. weird OnlyFans page, man. My OnlyFans is just me talking about whether or not I'm 5'7 <laughs> and how much money I'm worth. <laughs> um, anyhow, whatever. It's Don't Google yourself. Huge mistake, in my opinion. My life. Look at this. Oh, here's one that says my my income and net worth is is ten to nineteen thousand dollars. Ah shit! I'm somewhere between. Here's the thing: I'm worth somewhere between nineteen thousand dollars and eighty-seven million. Okay, <laughs> so you figure it out. You do the math. <laughs> you you figure it the fuck out. What's my reputation score? Hold on. Oh, remember cloud. Re- remember cloud scores. What is my reputation score? It says actual approximate reputation score. Two point seven one to five out of five. What that? Okay, I'm gonna give myself a thumbs up. Nope, doesn't work. <laughs> this shit's so fucked up. I saw a commercial while I was watching CNN. It was like it was like a guy in a job interview, and they're like they're like we re- things are looking. You know, you seem really great for this job, but we've been we searched online and we found some troubling things. And he's like, that stuff is false. And it's like, has this happened to you? It's like if it's happened to you. I- I'll bet there's a reason. <laughs> like, I'll, bet, I'll bet there's a reason that it's happened to you. And it's not just an accident that people are like, don't hire this guy. Or, you, you, know? you, you need one of those services that searches for your name on the dark web. That's it. <laughs> well, I'm all over the dark web because that's how I sell my ecstasy. That's a well-known <laughs> fact. At any rate, what were we talking about? I'm sure there was a topic here. I'm sure. We of it. were
1: talking about Apple Search Engine, but we can move on.
0: Oh, yeah, Apple Search Engine. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we do some nice things and wrap this thing yes. up? Yes. Is
1: that
0: what we're calling them? Nice things? Nice things. Can't remember. It's been so long since I felt a nice thing, truly. um Anyhow, I'll go. um So, yeah, you do it first. I'm
1: obsessed with, and I've been obsessed with for like a year and a half at this point, but I'm currently in a full blown obsession with Rina Sawayama, who is a Japanese British pop star who has come to the US a bit. Um, she is amazing. Her album is so good and so great. She has a, a song out now called Excess, which I have been praising t- to anyone who would listen for a very long time. And it's finally starting to like break through a little bit. Um, it sounds so early 2000s pop. Uh, but also there's just like an Alanis Morissette vibe that comes through. It's like if Britney Spears met Alanis Morissette met like, like, like metal like metal music it's so good she mixes like screamo with like bob dylan style with like it's just weird she's so good she's very original she's around my age which is always rare to see someone break through especially in pop music around your own age like uh or at this age like once you're over the age of like 24 it's very odd to see someone break through in that way um and she performed on jimmy fallon um this week and a friend of mine works there, and was like, "You need to be ready." And I was like, "Okay." And um, it was so good. She, What's the album? What's the album called? It's called Sawayama. Um, okay. And it's uh, it's really good. Listen to Excess first. It's my favorite track of hers. But all of the other ones are great. But there was a live performance that was on Fallon this week, which was her first televised performance ever, and it was mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. weird and good. It was a mix of like, like early '80s, like Debbie Harry style, um, mm-hmm. like photography with a little bit of, like, Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, tiny bit of choreography, all live vocals, some, like, really great metal moments and she's just dressed like Gwen Stefani in the early 2000s. It's just, it's so many good elements that I didn't know worked together. And it's also totally original. Like it it does actually feel original not like she's just referencing references. Um, it's just, it's really good. And, and I, I haven't felt excited about somebody who I felt was naturally good at this kind of a job in a long time. Like, you know, like there's always like a Shawn Mendes where you're like, yeah, you were built in a laboratory to be a pop star. We get it. Um, but to see someone who's just, like, a star from the inside out, like, it doesn't, they, even if she didn't have perfect skin, even if she wasn't beautiful, which she is, she's just really talented musician and a really compelling person. Mm. And so, mm. like, I'm just so down with it. I think it's really cool. Um, I'm, I'm, John, who I've been trying to get into her for a long time, never really got into her. And then this week he was like, so I've been listening to a lot of that Sawayama album. And I'm like, yes, you fucking have. It's, like, all wow. happening. So it's good. Also, I thought, um, I think uh, Adele on SNL, was um, in general, I'm not a big SNL person lately, but I think she's very funny and charming. So there was. Also oh,
0: that. I watched that episode. She's very, uh, SNL's, she's very at charming. SNL's at its, charming. SNL's, at it's charming. SNL's at its. She's charming. SNL's at its worst it's ever been. Yes, in, yes, in my yes. opinion. Yes. Bow and Yang it's, it's aside,
1: Bow and Yang aside, it's having a very tough.
0: Bow and Yang is great, but Bo, I feel like Bow and Yang is just Bow and Yang in most sketches, which totally. I like. Like I like I like Bow and Yang, but it's very much like he's just like doing his thing, and then the rest of the stuff is happening around them. Uh, around him um so okay so interesting i'm gonna listen to this uh this arena uh, sawayama is that is that's how you pronounce yes. it i'm probably mispronouncing it so she's also british which is uh of course you know for me a big red flag but um, hopefully you can look past Br- it <laughs> english uh, sorry wait, is she wait is she british wait is she for me yes japanese british <laughs> oh, okay you know how i feel about the the brit the brits i know you do Big fan of their work. Love colonialism. No, they're very good. Uh, they're great. Brexit all the way. You like, if you like, if you love Brexit, now it's, it's fine. If you I have like no eating
1: beans on toast, you're gonna love the British.
0: I mean, honestly, beans on toast is pretty good. Like beans on anything, really, is good. I mean, you know, people you can miss me with beans on toast, but beans don't get enough love. Laura's in this bean club. You know about the bean club? What's the bean club? It's a it's a club where they send you beans. Apparently, they have a waiting list of like 40,000 people. It's like very hard to get into the Bean Club now. And they send you – it's like a guy who has like a bean farm, I guess. And he sends like bean – he sends like bespoke beans, like farm-to-table beans. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. The Bean Club. Look it up. Ne- <laughs> I've nice never been so the interested, bean interested club. in
1: beans. But okay. No, really? Is yeah, very Jack it and the
0: Bean Sucker. Okay. Keep going. It's They're, they're very – no, I, that's not my nice thing. So my nice thing I actually have two nice things. Okay? One my one nice thing is that it's Halloween. We're in the Halloween corridor now. Okay? I mean we've been it's it's October. But it's the 29th, you know. Uh now, Zelda can't trick or treat because of COVID-19. That's one thing that they're not doing at least around here. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Like going door to door even if you're wearing a mask still like Kind of like, uh, I, I know, know. but it's
1: tough. Like, I don't t- know how comfortable. It's a tough
0: thing for kids to hear no to. It's tough for her. It's tough for her to hear, except she bounces back like instantaneously. So she did uh, last week. She threw a Halloween themed surprise party for me for my birthday, which obviously is a very small group of people. It's just it's just us and and her aunt and uncle who have also been quarantined and the only people that we actually see. Um, but it was super fun and great and, and a wonderful birthday. And then we're going to have she decided we're going to have a Halloween party instead of trick or treating which is great. And so, you know, I just love but she's like really into the spooky stuff and really into like Halloween decor and Halloween costumes and I think that's terrific and I, I mean Halloween is my favorite holiday and so it's wonderful to be able to share it with Zelda. Um, so that's one thing. So I love I just love this time of year. It's just like my favorite, you know. It's just the you know, October is just is such a great month. And then the, the uh, my other nice thing is that this this that at it, it, it least I know it's really really stressful but this week is is coming to a close and next week is upon us and that's it's like it's real like something's going to happen we may we have a I hope I think a really good chance of getting out of this crazy rut that we've been in with this fucking president and that's going to happen in less than a week and and that and 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 that to me when I'm al- when I allow myself to have even a tiny little glimmer of what hope might look like you know I feel very excited that we could begin the work of getting this country back on track you know like locally federally globally like there's so much work that has to be done to fix the shit that's been broken but I think that we could actually start that work soon and that's exciting so you know this week's almost over it's almost time to vote please go vote please and don't vote for Donald Trump (laughs) if you vote for Donald Trump I honestly if you're voting for Donald Trump and you listen to this podcast there's something really, really wrong with you, and I need you to seek help immediately. Um, anyhow, that's it. Those are my things. Now we should get out of here. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week, post-election, with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best, though I've just been told that your family looked themselves up on DuckDuckGo and the heights are all wrong.